What's good for the culture fam? My name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Matuzinho. And today, boys, today on the chopping block, we got Ballon d'Or, El Clasico, Liverpool versus City, and more. But before we get into that, once again, I'm joined today by Jimmy, freshly back, hopped off a jet, barely get rest. It's good, bro. Still jet lagged, a little short staff today, but uh, you know, the boy's gonna make it work. Yes, sir. And then next to him, we got man like Cristoforo. It's your best man, Quinto. What? How's it going? That's a nice shirt, man. Thanks. Yeah, what is that? Talk to us. Shout out to uh, MBH podcast. Boys and Jay's with them right now. So shout out. They got this nice quality Nelk boys because they just got signed to Nelk boys. Jeez. Good quality shirt, man. Cop one. They're nice. Mm-hmm. I got mine in medium, but I don't know how you take it. There you go. Nice. Yeah, Jimmy, you were in uh, Europe the past, what, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Talk to us, bro. Where'd you go? What games did you see? Let the people know. Uh, first hot. Nah, first <laughs> game was uh, PSG versus Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, good experience, good atmosphere. A lot of Messi fans. I think like Makes most sense. people were there were seemed to be there for Messi more than anything. Um, but good game overall. Um, you know, got to see some pretty quality Quality players play, obviously, Neymar, Messi, Mbappe, Ramos, Sakimi, a lot of big names. And uh, Messi bagged that free kick, which was uh, pretty dope. And then uh, Mbappe with the winner. I was hoping he was going to come do his celly on on the side that I was sitting, but he went to the other side. So uh, unlucky there. But um, then from there, linked up with uh, Dan and Dave, San Siro for Milan versus Juve. That was another cracking match. Atmosphere in that one, I think, was definitely better than the PSG game. You know, we were sitting with some pretty rowdy fans up uh, up there, and we had the uh, the Juve away fans just behind us. Jeez. And every time, you know, um, something would something would happen, and all the Milan fans would turn around and just start flipping off all the Juve fans. <laughs> They're all just flipping each other off. But uh, definitely another good game there. And Milan played, you know, very well. Leao, I think, definitely the standout player that game. He was kind of uh, unplayable. But Juve were piss poor. That game, what else man. is new, it bro? It was like we were, we were watching the game, and me and Dave were just looking at each other, like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, <laughs> it's even worse live. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, Lucky they couldn't go. string like two passes together. Like, I was just like, I was embarrassed to like be a Juve fan, uh, but luckily I'm not. <laughs> and then uh, after that, third game, uh, Champions League, Dortmund Sevilla. Um, definitely for me, the best atmosphere of all the games I went to. Um, some quality football as well. Obviously, not the not the best result. One one tie. Obviously, you want to see you know a dub. Um, but you know it's kind of one of those uh, bucket list moments. You know, seeing Laduna Park, Champions League night under the floodlights. You know, Bellingham goal. Um, yeah, overall pretty good experience. Pretty fun. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, crossing a few more stadiums off my list. Nice in the future. Any uh crazy stories you have? Any like crazy fan moments you saw? I think, or just yeah, like... I think for Dortmund Sevilla, the Sevilla fans were mad, man. Like, yeah. it was like the Juve fans. Like at the at the game, they were caged. They had like their section, and there was like a big metal cage that blocked them from all the Milan fans. But at the Dortmund game, it was just like a row of stewards. And I feel so bad for these stewards because they were getting their shit beat in, and they were just <laughs> they were they weren't even like they're just chilling, and they're just like you know the Sevilla fans started getting super rowdy. Um, you know, first started with beers being chucked back and forth, Jeez. and then some of the Sevilla fans penetrated through the little wall there. 
one of them had their belt, started whipping it. Yeah, man took yeah. off the belt. Man took off the belt and he was whipping it. The guy was all bloody. Oh, uh, I know I was on Twitter looking at football hooligans and there was like a couple of vids there too. And You're it was in the just background like just, ah. super rowdy. And then like everyone was kind of like whistling at the Sevilla fans. And, you know, as we were leaving, everyone was like flipping off the Sevilla fans. I'm yelling Europa League. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just chirping and they're still throwing beer. I'm just trying to dodge the beer, but uh, it was definitely pretty rowdy, but uh, definitely didn't feel very safe with those, uh, some of those rowdy fans there. So we tried to uh, boogie out of there as quick as we could. But uh, yeah, definitely a totally different atmosphere than, you know, anything else we've, I've ever been to personally. Like I know only other big, big game we've ever gone to has been like, you know, the Canada games, which were great atmosphere. And then obviously that um, Barca Napoli friendly, mm -hmm. but friendly in the U S versus like the actual real deal yeah, is a little completely different, different. So it's definitely something uh, I enjoyed a lot. Were there any uh, like culture shocks footy wise that you noticed where you just like, wow, this is something like we don't do here. I think like, the biggest thing, I think, one, like, the PSG game was, like, whatever. Like, there wasn't really too, too much going on. But, like, the biggest thing, I think, like, the Milan game one was everyone pulled up. And it was, like, it would literally look like the exhibition outside the San Siro. There was all kinds of, like, different, like, food trucks and food stalls. And, like, they were, they were grilling up the porchetta. They were making paninos. Oh, they are yeah. slicing up the yeah, paninos for everyone. And it's, so like, everyone too? was just there. Just, yeah, everyone there was just there having the paninos, having a beer, having a drink. And they were just all vibing there before and after the game. Like they, they, they were there for hours before the game and even after the game. Yeah. The fans were there. They were chilling. They were having their putting nose after the game. And, you know, just kind of that camaraderie where everyone was just kind of, you know, together and, and, and vibing and hanging out. And even after the game, like as we went into the city, like everyone had their Milan gear on. Everyone was kind of like, you know, celebrating and, and chatting. And uh, same thing with the Dortmund game. Just like even just being in the city, like you knew it was game day. Like from when, when we woke up like that morning and we were just walking around the city, everyone had, you know, dormant kits on and just walking down like the few different streets that take you to the stadium. It was just like just crowds and crowds and crowds of people. And it's just like you don't really see that too much here. Mm -hmm. I think they don't really have that kind of game day culture, mm -hmm. uh, at least for footy. Um, but that was kind of, I guess, like the biggest thing is just seeing how bought in like everyone is. Like especially in Dortmund, I think that was like the biggest thing just because that like they're literally the only thing to do there is footy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone there just kind of lives and breathes the club, and it was uh, it was fun to just kind of have that experience. Interesting. My cousins, uh, they actually did like a Euro trip. I think it was last year. They went to I think Paris, Amsterdam, I think Zurich, and like a few other cities. Mm. My cousin was saying in France, like Mbappe's face is everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere. Like McDonald's you see on the street, like his face is plastered everywhere. Like he is that guy. He, he is. Like even, even to just like seeing like, Mbappe kits like you don't you see a couple here and there like in Canada but yeah, yeah. You, you don't see them like as much but there all you saw was Mbappe like you didn't really see like if you're walking through the streets like if you weren't at the game it was like Mbappe kits like you didn't really see too many Messi kits like not a lot of Neymar kits it was just straight like Mbappe was like everywhere and even just like people that you wouldn't like think are big footy fans like my girlfriend's aunt for example she saw the Mbappe freshener yeah. and she was like freaking out yeah and I'm just like what like like how do you know like you're freaking out about Mbappe. He's like, I love Mbappe. He's that guy. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, so like, I was so shocked. I was so confused. But I think he's he really is that dude. And you know, hopefully, uh, he wins a Ballon d'Or one day. But oh. doesn't seem like he's going to anytime soon. Like, oh. Sixth place. Sixth place, bro. Crazy. You guys think? Uh, what do you guys think of the top three? First of all, so the top three we had Karen Benzema first, Sadio Mane second. De Bruyne third. What do you guys think about that top three? 
<laughs> I don't know. It's man. very mid. Yeah, a little it, like, key, screams bro. screams mid a little bit. Um, but, like, if, if if you're basing it off of, like, last season, like... Salah? I, I don't hate it. Like, Salah, you can definitely make an argument. I don't know how Messi... Like, I know Messi didn't no, have the, Messi had a bad season the last best season. seasons, but, like, even based off stats, he had, like, a lot more goal contributions than any of those guys. Um, but, obviously, you know, goal contributions aren't everything, but... I mean, you can make an argument for someone like Vini, maybe be a little bit higher. Like maybe someone like Modric could be a little bit higher as well. I saw a couple of Madrid fans like uh, wondering why Vini was so low. He got what eighth, bro. He was disgustingly low, bro. Eighth place. Yeah, yeah. Not, he shouldn't be eighth. Uh, he has to at bro. least be making top five. Yeah, bro, at least. I thought he would have been on that podium, bro. Low key. I thought so too. I, if key, my bro. podium would have been Vini, Salah, Benzo, Benzema. Mm-hmm. I think those were my three. Yeah, but, that's fair. But I can see an argument for De Bruyne too, because he was like, you know, lights out for for City last season. What they won the league, right? And De Bruyne was definitely year. their their best player, and they had a decent run the CL until they met Madrid, right? Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't hate it. Mane, I guess, is 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 a decent show. Um, I don't know if I would have had him second necessarily, like maybe a little bit lower than second, but. He's only, nah, he's only top three. Yeah, who would have been your top three? Well, I said it's Vini, uh, Salah, and Benzema for my three. No order. What's the order? I don't know. Vini, <laughs> and, Vini and Salah. Well, Benzema obviously won. Yeah. Vini and Salah, I don't know. Do you guys think Mani, like, somehow snuck his way to that second place? Like, he, he like it's undeserving of him to be second? Well, he had a good year. He won the... And players have better years or better, he, better seasons, though? He won AFCON. He won AFCON. You know, they had Liverpool had a decent run. You know, they went to the finals as well. It's like, it was kind of almost one of those where it's like he was like the runner-up for like everything. Runner-up in the league, right? Runner-up in CL, then he won AFCON too. So it's like, it's a, it's a good season. I think like you can argue him to be over De Bruyne. And I mean, you can even make an argument for him to be over Vini as well, I guess. But I, I just don't think Vini should have been that low. I think him being that low was kind of criminal. Mm-hmm. Um does uh, Luka Modric get a shout for? He was ninth. Yeah, I was gonna say this. He got a shout for like a top five spot. Mm, uh, I don't know about top five, bro. I, I yeah, I mean he's definitely probably in the conversation, but then it gets to the point where it's like, how many Madrid players do you have in <laughs> in that? T- I know I mean, they, they had, had know, a pretty good. Year. I know they had a great. Their season, players had a really good year, bro. Their players had a great year, but at the end of the day, like they, I think they're a very very strong team, and it's like, where do you kind of draw that line between team performance and an individual? performances as well right i mean water just pretty i thought holland was a little too high you think so holland was he barely 10th. played he played 50 percent of the season yeah well, what place did you get what 10 he was 10 he was, he was number 10 yeah that's high it's a little high don't get me wrong he's unplayable like he's a great player but for someone who played half the season like that's a little high considering you know he, he didn't really play much last season and um I don't know. I just thought it was quite weird that he was he was that high, um, you know. Considering someone like Modric was ninth, Vini was what eighth. Yeah. And it's like those are guys that you know played all year and played like you know big parts in their team, you know, winning, doing the double, right? I don't know. To me, like pff, this whole Ballon d'Or thing is just it's just PR and politics nowadays, yeah. bro. Like there's there's no like recognition to the Ballon d'Or nowadays. 
We've been knowing this. And, like, especially the last few years with, like, who's been finishing in, like, the top five, top ten. Like, we had, like, what, Jorginho in the top five last mm-hmm. season? Like, it's just mid-players top making three, their huh? way. Top three, even worse. Yeah. Like, how is someone like him sneaking a top three spot? And look at him now. What's he doing now? Yeah. Well, yeah. You, can't, you can't base it now and then. So, once, what, then he's a, what, one-season wonder? Yeah. Cause, well, he's, okay, one, one season, like, of... Top quality performance. Was it really top good. quality performance? He was. I don't want to go into this again because I know we had like so many episodes of just going back and forth on this. But I don't. Okay, obviously, I, I never said that I think he was top three. I never said that ever. But he, I think he deserved the top 10. Top 10, maybe that season is fair. But like, I don't know, just like the quality of football just seems to have kind of like, at least with looking at these rankings, like, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of quality footballers out there. But it's like, sometimes the way they do these rankings is just like they. I don't know what they're doing sometimes. They just throw like... It's so, journalists voting, bro. So, yeah, it's so too many mid-players just get kind of thrown in there based on like what team they play for and, you know, like... I don't know. It's weird. I don't like it, but who yeah, am I? I agree with that, especially uh, with the other award. Because my top three, bro, like I think I was saying this before, was definitely Benzema first, yeah. like undisputed, no denying. Second, I think I had Salah. And third, I had Vini on that podium, bro. Yeah, and fourth, Lewandowski, fifth. De Bruyne, take your pick. I put Mbappe low-key. Mbappe, Mbappe had, like, what, over 55 GA? Yeah. And it is an individual award. It's based on what yeah. you do as a player, not necessarily how your team performs. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how Mane snuck into second place when someone like Vini has better GA and won more awards, and one more, if you yeah. want to take that into account, too, which doesn't make any sense to me. It's weird. I think it's, like, they're never going to find the perfect balance with it. And I, ever, I think ever since, like, the Ronaldo-Messi era kind of ended... They've been struggling to find, like, the perfect kind of balance of how they're going to pick these players. Because, like, when it was Ronaldo and Messi, it's, like... Easy. It was easy. Who won the Champions League this year? Ronaldo, okay. It's his. You know, Messi won this year. Messi. You know, Messi scored, like, literally, like, 100 goals this season. Obviously, you know, it's going to be Messi. But now it's, like, they're just trying to find, like, which player was kind of, like, the best of the mid. You know? Yeah, I I mean, speaking of mid, someone like Sebastian Haller sneaking up to 13th. Yeah. 13th. That's because he had a best player. good year. Good. Bad. 13th, yeah. 13th's pretty high, bro. Like, he had, what, one pretty good CL run? Yeah, it was based off one season, though. But still. He was like, top scorer, wasn't he? Top guys top like scorer. Leal behind him. Guys like Vlahovic behind him. I would take I would take, I would would take. take Haller's season last year over Leal. Yeah, what, he finished, what, second top goal scorer? Second top goal scorer in the CL, and they won the league. And I, f- I think he finished top goal scorer in the league. He had Dutch like 33 tats, goals and what, 12 assists or something like that? In what, the Dutch league? Or Champions League. The thing is with these things, Champions League goals, I think, like, weigh a lot. Because even when Holland won top scorer last year, I think that really carried him to a high finish as well. And it's like, the thing is, if you're performing at that, that's the highest level in club football, realistically speaking. And it's like, if you're performing on the level of the Champions League and, and, you know, being a top scorer and, and having an impressive run like that and just bagging all kinds of goals, you're going to get recognition even if it's for that one season. Like, we've seen it, like, with Jorginho. You know, like sometimes, like, the, the performances in those tournaments will really kind of yeah. carry you to maybe a, high, maybe a higher ranking than you you deserve. But I, I don't think... I don't, I don't really have a problem with him finishing 13th. Like, I don't think if someone like Holland is at 10th and he played half the season, I don't really yeah. see him having a problem at, like, him okay. being at 13th. Seeing how mm-hmm. how much how much like goals weigh in this Bondor standings, I guess you could say. Is Haaland like a favorite for this year's Bondor? 
No, well, next year's Bondor? Mm, no, because it's a World Cup year, so that's definitely going to take yeah. into effect. When it's World Cup year, I think that's ahead of CL and ahead of however many goals you score. If you have a good yeah. World Cup run, your chances for the Bondor top three is very high. Yeah. So Benzema potentially could win another one. France aren't winning it, bro. No, but like World Cup curse. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but if he finishes, let's say he passes Lewandowski in the top goal scorer for La Liga, makes a decent run in CL. What gets the quarters? I think it'll come down to what World happens Cup. in the World Cup because, like, if someone like Neymar, you know, wins the Golden Boot, or you know, wins Player of the Tournament in the World Cup, and Brazil have like a semifinal or runner-up, or or they win it, I think it's it's his to lose. You know, because he's probably going to win the league with PSG. They'll probably have a decent Champions League run. He's already had an insane start to the to the season, like in terms of the calendar year. Um, so I think it's going to be tough to kind of beat out, beat out someone like him, especially if they have a deep World Cup run. So um, yeah, you're mentioning Neymar, but I'm, uh, when I think of PSG, I'm thinking Messi. Oh, Messi gets another one. He might. I don't see any problem with that. I mean, That's this insane. year he's definitely like. It looks like he's trying. It's like last season he was just kind of chilling. He's like, okay, let yeah. me just kind of, you know, rest up. And now it's like World Cup time. And it's like this season he's actually like, you know, he's turning up. He's it's, whoever's going to win the ball, there's going to be between Argentina and Brazil. Whoever goes further, it's going to be either Neymar. Really? You reckon? Or uh, Messi. Or unless France goes, and then it might be Mbappe or Benzema. What if like Netherlands go pretty far or England? Nah. Who the heck's going to win on England? Every game? Every game. No. You don't think he'll score a bunch of goals in. Uh, no. The Prem? No, there's no not gonna be Englishman to win it in a no, world. I don't, I don't know, know, bro. I, they would I, they would have to win the World Cup. Like I think, like even making even a then. semifinal or like a runners up run, even then. which I don't think they're gonna do. I don't think that would like be enough because like what are Spurs really gonna do? Nothing. Who knows, bro? If they finish top four, maybe Antonio Conte second much, season like, tax, bro. They might be firing. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't see it. Like they they have been. He has been firing to be fair. I don't know. I, I not not Holland numbers though. I can't see it. You know, maybe someone like De Bruyne, if Belgium have like a decent run, but then again, Belgium are kind of washed. Like their players, they're kind kind of golden era. I think is kind of Old. come to an end. So it'll be tricky to see, but I think it'll definitely like play a big part in in the conversation that we have come next year. And you know, maybe if it's like you know, if it's like a team that's like if it's like a Germany, let's say that wins the World Cup, where I, I don't think you'll have that one standout player, and it would be more like let's say for example like a team performance. You don't have that standout guy. Then, you know, maybe you see someone like Holland win if they go on to win, you know, maybe the Champions League and he's top scorer. They win the league, you know. Then maybe someone like him can sneak in. But I think, like Matt said, the World Cup, I think, will play a big part. Always does. Always will. So, Ballon d'Or, are you guys satisfied with a top three? Yes or no? No. Why? Because I have the three in my head and there wasn't that three. So De Bruyne and Mane, I don't stole a spot in that podium. I don't mind De Bruyne there like that much. Mane, it's because he won Afcon. So yeah, that's one competition. Yeah, but that's it's a big. You won Afcon, FA Cup, and Carabao Cup. Yeah, those. Cups so what? Those cost me nothing. It was, Two it was, tin pot and then one major trophy. Yeah. Vini won Champions League, La Liga, Spanish Super Cup. So one tin pot, two big ones. And he has forty-two GA last season. Mane had twenty-eight. Yeah. How does that make sense? I don't know, man. I don't make up the rules. Prem you bias? Do. Yeah. You guys think I took a part this year? Prem bias? A little bit. City bias. City Actually, bias? Well, he plays for Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. I thought I was talking about De Bruyne. No, I think like there definitely is a little bit of Prem bias. And like we can even talk about this later. But like they voted the best team. 
Yeah. In football. City. City was first. Liverpool was second. Madrid was third. I didn't, I didn't know that. And I'm there thinking, how? Does that make any sense? You, you literally have a competition in place where the best teams in every league play against each other. Madrid beat City. And Liverpool. They're making up trophies all the time. And they were third. <laughs> they just How up? does that make any sense? Didn't they it just doesn't give make any Lewandowski sense. some random trophy this year again? Yeah. Like, what are these uh, trophies that they're making up every the, year? The Gerd Muller trophy. And then Mane got a random trophy too. He got the Socrates. Did he? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, he got the Socrates Whatever that award. Is. Uh, he got the Socrates award. But yeah, they've just been making up random trophies so and stupid. just tossing around the players. But Honestly, I don't give a shit. Even uh, your boy. We'll talk about it if you want. Barcelona youth. We'll talk about that, but oh, yeah. just want to say Ballon d'Or, not a serious competition. Sorry, not a serious trophy anymore, but for the sake of history, they wouldn't bin it, right? I don't have a problem with Benzema winning. Yeah, if it's okay, he, he was the right one to win. So I think that's a serious trophy for that year. For this year, for but him. In terms winning, of who finished below him and the rankings. Yeah, that's whatever. The rankings are all out of whack. I think Benzema is a winner. I'm with it. He deserved yeah, for it. Sure. Clear winner. Serious trophy. Serious trophy. Not but it's serious just list. The, re- the, the actual yeah. rankings themselves, not serious. At all. Facts. Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, so uh, that was the Ballon d'Or. And then moving on to another trophy in that ceremony. was Speaking of not serious. Copa yeah. trophy? Is, is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Like I, think like, I think it's like best Spanish teacher award. <laughs> so yeah, Gabby ended up winning uh, yeah, good, the Copa trophy for the best young player. Of last season? I don't know how. Pierre Polona. What do you guys think? Deserved or no? No. Why? Because he wasn't the best. Why not? I, I don't even Why think he should have been in the top five. Really? Top five? Who's your top five? Why? I think there's, I can name five better players than him, at least based off of last season. Yeah? Cool. Go ahead. Jamal. Musiala. Was thought. injured a lot last season. Gabby didn't really start playing until what? He was starting last season. He didn't really do much. He was started for his club and country at, what, 17 years old? Yeah, I don't know. But I thought, yeah, yeah what? Jamal, well, I performances think, was injured. He still played. And even when he played, I thought he was better. He uh, only started popping off the last, what, two months? This season. Last month? This season has definitely been better. Last season. He last was season. injured for the most part. Yeah, but when he played, I thought he was a better player. Either way. Either way. There's still better players. Um, Camavinga. Camavinga was a bench player at Madrid last season. Can you blame him? What's he going to do? So how are you going to give him the trophy if he's not playing? I'm not saying give him the trophy, but I'd say put him ahead of Gavi. Okay, who else? Uh, Jude. Jude. Jude, that's understandable. I think he should have been the clear winner. Clear I'm winner. not even saying that because I'm a Dortmund fan. Why clear? He should be the he's clear. He's better the better player. At everything. You know he's a better player. You just can't admit it. But why is he clear? He's the clear winner. Who? Why, why clear? Jude, well, like Jude said, is getting Cam- compared Camavinga, to Pedri. Camavinga, though, was that a, level Camavinga was a bench player. Yeah. Said. Jamal was injured, yeah, like you said, right? If you're, let's say you're, then you're comparing, let's say Gavi, and you're comparing Bellingham, yeah. One of them is a little bit more of an attacking player. One of them is a little bit more of a maybe an all-around midfielder. You would say, arguably. Would you consider them both box-to-box players? You could, because that's what I would say. Like if they're both box-to-box players, right? Who has more of an impact on the game? Don't and you they dare play, they play say different it. competitions. Oh. Champions League. Champions right? League, I think Jude okay. had what two or three man of the matches in Champions League last season. Gabby has I like think two or three yellow like cards. 20, 20 something <laughs> goal contributions for midfielder. 
as well. But then again, is it also easier to stand out when you play at a lesser team? Not really. You don't think so? Kavi doesn't really start every game, though. He like started he, a lot of he's games. He's not, like, even this season, like, he's not starting every game. Like, in the big game. Kavi's Mad- been starting pretty much, like, every game. Against Madrid didn't start. He's not starting the big games. He's been rested. And the what? That's yeah, not, that's been, not he's been rest. playing every game. <laughs> yeah, but so he's not an important player, though. Well, someone that plays every game, you'd think they'd be important. No, but you're going to save him for the important games if he's an important player. Chavi oh, switched things up. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, if he's this good of a player, because I I would guarantee you Jude's in that lineup against Madrid. You don't know that. Yeah, he, he yeah, definitely is. He definitely yeah. is. At the end of the day, like I definitely think Gavi's a very talented player, and then the fact that he's he's seventeen and he's being in this conversation, I think, is something that speaks for itself. He's obviously very talented for his age, and I just don't think this was his time to win it. I think you know it was a little. I don't know how Jude was fourth. Yeah, that that, that, that's that a little, makes that's a little like, crazy. No sense. Like, I know he doesn't really didn't really score a lot in the Bundesliga, but then he again, if, score a midfielder. If you're playing, if you're doing, if you're doing bits in the Champions League, and it's like, you know, you're you're scoring goals against you know, city and you're, you're doing, you're doing all these bits. It's like, you know, you're, you clearly have a lot of quality. Um, so I think fourth is a little harsh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think Gavi is going to be a great player, but I think, you know, at 17, he still has a lot more opportunity to kind of win this award. Like Pedri won it last season. Fairs, right. I think this was Bellingham's year. Then maybe next year you have someone like, like Gavi kind of step up and win it. Right. But, Holder, you, you said eligible? five players though. Huh? You said five players would finish above the him. The last one. You said I did. Tamavinga. You said Bellingham, and you said Musiala. Who else? Oh, you have two more. Yeah, two more. <laughs> What's tough. the the max age you could go to? Twenty one. Twenty one. I think so. It's tough, huh? Old five Grav- players. Eh? Old Gravenberg. Gravenberch, I think, was like ninth or something. I don't know if I'd put Gravenberch. No, I was asking how old he is. I don't know if he was oh, ele- eligible. Wirtz was hurt a lot. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think you just, just give up. Okay. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll just give up. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a couple uh, names on that list or what? No, like I could give you the top 10 if you guys want. Yeah, I want to hear it. I know Gvardiol was there. So I know 10 Wirtz, 9 Adeyemi, 8 oh, Saka, words. 6 Gravenberch. Saka? Six Guardiol, five Nunez, four Jude, three Jamal, two Kamavinga, one Gavi. Saka stinks. No, he doesn't, bro. He's top ten because there's not that many like on his level. But yeah, maybe maybe I maybe I bit off a little more than I can chew with that uh, outside of top five. No, he's top. Yeah, he's probably top three. Who's your top one though? Jude easily. Why why easily? Because he's he's the best. He's a better player. I think he's if captaining Dortmund right now at what nineteen. I think if you're this is last season we're talking about. Yeah, I know it was last season, but like he was still starting. He's starting the big games. I'm like, Gabby. I think Gabby if you're was if, starting the games. If too. you're going and you're putting out a, a team, and you have one, let's say box to box midfielder slot left, I think you're probably going to start Jude. Depends what you want from your player, though. No. But what is, what, is, how, what, how what does Gabi plays? do? You better just said that they're both box to box. What does Gabi do better than Jude? He's better at pressing the player, winning back balls. I think. Than Jude? I don't know about that. Press cool. resistant a little bit more. No, but Come he goes Gavi Gavi is reckless. He's not he's not better at winning the ball. He'll he's gonna cause a foul getting the ball back. Yeah, because he's tackling he's, so he's, many times. He's, he's getting not, so many ball recoveries. More, he's not more press no. resistant than Jude. Come on. I don't know. Jude dances. 
I don't know. Gavi's all right. I don't think he's like that good. He, he's a great player, but I don't think when you're comparing young talents, you know, you have, you know, your Holland and Mbappe, you have Pedri, Jude, and then you can compare Gavi and whoever else you want to compare. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Jude versus Gavi shouldn't really be a comparison because I think Bellingham's clear, which is fair because he's older, right? It's like if, if you have two more years of professional experience, you should be a you know more well-rounded player, maybe a little bit more mature, you know, maybe a better decision maker. But you know, it's not to say Gavi's not a brilliant player. I think he is. Well, he's, he's I decent. just thought it was weird that he won this year when I don't think he should have. But say Lavi. Say Lavi. Interesting. But yeah, uh, do you guys see uh yeah, Seba was there? Luva de Pedrero. What a guy, man! Pretty that crazy, bro. Man went everyone. from like. Playing like in the sand, bro. Like having his his boys record him to man's at the Ballon d'Or ceremony. What a come up, bro! Yeah. Seba, Let's Seba, Seba. Crazy come up. But yeah, moving on uh, to some league games. We had uh, Liverpool versus Manchester City over the weekend. Pretty uh, pretty hectic game. Yeah. Usually we see like these two teams being like nicey nice with each other, but this weekend, bro, like it was. Bit of a brawl. Got like, you saw Klopp got sent yeah. off. You saw Bernardo pulling on Salah's jersey. And, like them kind of getting into it afterwards. Howling yeah. got kicked in the nuts. Howling got <laughs> in the nuts, bro. <laughs> it got rowdy and uh Virgil continued to streak. See that? What streak is that? I think it was like he's still undefeated at home in the Premier League with Liverpool. Actually? Yeah. It's like 69 or 70. That's crazy. Games now? Damn. I've seen some people on Twitter, some Liverpool, some Liverpool fans saying, oh, you, you, had a, you had a good run, streaks over, like last, <laughs> like the night before the game, and then everyone was hopping on that fan after the game. No, he had a, he had a great game. Nothing. Yeah. He, he, locked, he, he pretty locked down Howland. There was no aura defending this game. He actually <laughs> can't defend this game. Yeah. There was no aura. There was no Doctor Strange. Yeah, we're doing this every game, though. He was, you know, he came to play. He was... He was Bullying is winning everything in the air. But when he plays good, Liverpool plays good. You could tell a difference. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's the key to that team. I mean, that's usually how it works for, like, bigger teams. Like, if your best player performs, usually the team performs as well, no? Yeah. Yeah. Salah, another one who performed, he's, he looked like his old self. I think that, that game against Rangers kind of gave him his groove back a little bit. <laughs> uh, we'll see. A little hat trick off the bench. A little he, staff hat against Rangers. He could have had a couple of goals. But I'm sorry to all you Liverpool fans. Nunez is terrible. Yeah, he's bad, bro. He he's had a terrible. poor game, bro. Uh, he was 25th in the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, ranking. I don't know how, man. 25th. He's, I don't even know how Come you guys. I take these seriously, bro. I don't know how you guys Hell paid no. that much money for him. I don't know how he finished that high in the Ballon d'Or, but he sucks. <laughs> he sucks. He he had Sal open. I don't know how many times to sweat, and he know. just he goes for the shot. He's selfish and he sucks. Like it's one thing if you're selfish and you score. Yeah. Another thing, maybe if you're if you can't score, but you can make the right decision. But he, he he's got he's got it backwards. He can't score, and he's selfish, and he doesn't pass, and he's making the wrong decision every time. Every time, like it, he's least. dribbling like speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's bad. Man. I don't know. Maybe think, maybe he'll turn it around, but I don't know. They could have probably got like a, a player from like the championship for half price. Championship. That would I'm saying that that would have been better than this guy. This guy stinks. Hey, man. Adjusting period, bro. 
<laughs> you think? Man, he doesn't look but like some players you gotta allow them at least a year to adjust. Yeah. I think. He just Chats doesn't look fairs. good though. Like he doesn't look like a good player. It's a player. lot of money though. It is a lot of money to it's be a lot fair. of money. But that's that's football now, bro. That's true. He dribbles weird, he shoots weird. It's weird because like when we see him play for Benfica, he didn't look like this. I don't know. I saw a, comp- a compilation of a Benfica fan saying, "This is what you actually got." Like you just, <laughs> you just saw all the good highlights. Oh, all see it. Different guy playing the Champions League or something. It's like his twin brother. I don't Maybe. know. <laughs> did you guys see how uh, they did like the three man sub at once, Liverpool? And originally they called for Salah to come off, but yeah, Salah's yeah. like, "Nah, bro, I'm staying on, bro. Yeah. I'm staying." <laughs> he went to go talk to Klopp afterwards. He went to go talk to Klopp. He's like, "What are you?" He's like, "Club." I am the captain. <laughs> you can't. I was saying it when we were watching live. Like, why? Why would you take off Salah? He's literally been the well best player besides Van Dyke. He's the only one you, causing you anything. Can't. And at the end of the day, he's he's the goal threat. It's like you know what I mean. Like who you can't leave. Like Firmino's been kind of in a good run of form, but even yeah. then, like he's not going to be the one that's going to be able to counter. Like against Liverpool, against City, like you know you're going to have those opportunities to counter because City are going to press. And it's like. You're not going to leave Nunez up there because clearly we've seen that he isn't really capable of doing it on his own. No. You don't have Mane anymore. No Diaz. Diaz is not playing, right? And uh, so Sal has to be that guy, right? And it's paid <laughs> off, right? I like that Carvalho guy when he came on. Fabio Carvalho. He's tricky too. Yeah, it was Portuguese good. talent. He's a good player. He's direct. Good on the ball. But yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> that, that crazy interaction between uh, Bernardo and Salah. Towards the touchline, yeah. where it was what Salah running with space on the ball, Bernardo kind of closed him down, but Bernardo ended up being the one being taken down. Salah threw him around, man. And then he was complaining to the linesman, like, "You're right there. How do you miss that?" Crazy. Bernardo was saying that. I think so. Yeah. Oh, Salah was like, "What are you doing? Like, this guy's grabbing me." Oh yeah, yeah. Salah was saying that, right? And then Klopp got sent off. Yeah, he got heated. <laughs> heated Klopp gets the red, but they got the dub. So in the end, it's worth it. Yeah. Right? So now Arsenal, how far ahead are they? Because they, they won again this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, they beat Leeds 1-0. Arsenal um, just kind of keep on ticking, like, very under the radar. They're winning games. They don't have European football to worry about. So they're just kind of cruising, you know. But it'll be interesting to see what happens when they come up against City. City. Or have they played Liverpool yet? No, they only played United. I think that was only They played Spurs. United and they lost. They beat Spurs, right? Yeah. Spurs so, are the red card, though. It'll be interesting to see kind of what happens when they come up against a Liverpool or a City or even a Chelsea. They haven't played Chelsea yet. Like, maybe that's when they'll kind of come back to earth a little bit. You know, a team like that maybe knocks off points, and the next thing you know, they're kind of level on points with City. Right? But so far, they've been looking they've been looking good. Even my Newcastles might, might give them a challenge, man. Yeah. You know, Newcastle have been a pesky side. They gave City a challenge. They gave United a tough game this weekend, too. A little nil-nil nail-biter there. Mm-hmm. Some shouts, there should have been a couple penalty calls. Possibly. Ref getting some slander. It's to be expected, bro. Officiating in the Prem. Officiating everywhere nowadays, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't win, can you? But uh, I just wanted to finish off on that Liverpool City. So after the game, they're angry City fans. Uh, Sorry, angry Liverpool fans for some reason. And they're complaining, saying that Bernardo is one of their top hated players in the prem i saw that the most yeah. hated players they had people were doing like a top three they had bernardo bruno Fernandes, and richarlison like God. most hated players yeah. in the prem all portuguese speaking yeah who are you guys most hated players in the, in prem? the prem let's just say just overall oh i don't know man most hated slash most punchable faces 
You're putting him in a spot here. I wish I knew. A lot of people put those three players on the same kind of I, caliber in terms of hate and like most punchable face. I know I'm going to forget players, though. That's the thing. I want to say uh, probably Liao. Liao? Really? <laughs> I like that. punchable face. No, You're just mad I like because him. He... I like him. No, probably uh, Rabio. Rabio? Uh, well, you don't like those uh, those locks? No, I don't like him. He's, he's too cocky and he's shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Tough. Ramsey. Ramsey. Why? He doesn't even play for your club anymore. He stinks. He came to my club for no reason. Okay, someone that doesn't play for your club. <laughs> I can't think of three, man. I don't know. Give really? Me your, give me. Yeah, I can't think of people on the spot that I hate. Interesting. There's definitely players that I hate though. I just can't. I can't think of them. Who are your three? I've got a few low key, like <laughs> most most punchable faces. I think Lucas Vasquez definitely what up there, bro. This guy looks like a bean, bro. So what? He has a punchable face. So you're gonna punch Lucas Vasquez? He's the first person you're gonna. Punch you see him IRL? You I think punch he, I think he's top one, bro. For most punchable faces, I think number two I'd put Casemiro. What? Casemiro is a very punchable. Bro, face, he's Brazilian. Bro. That doesn't matter. He just I has a weird-looking face. Like, he looks like a baby and, like, a grown man at the so same time. So what? You gonna punch him? He, he just has a punchable face. Nah. Oh, you know? Okay, no, I got one. And then three. I got one. I think I think Richarlison is a good shout, bro. Yeah, yeah Richarlison, yeah. He's a good shout. Why? Who, who'd you come up with over there? Only one I got, though. Jordi Alba. Jordi Alba? I hate that guy. I agree with that. I hate that guy. He's definitely punchable. Chipmunk looking at it? Yeah, Jordi Alba for sure. <laughs> Why? What about you, Jimmy? I don't know. I'm trying to think. This is tough because like, there's a lot of players. I saw on Twitter people were saying people were saying Bernardo, people were saying Richarlison, Bruno Fernandes, people were saying Cristiano, Cristiano. Uh, a few other players too. But Lothado. those those are like the general consensus, like top three between those three players. You're just taking a swing. Most hated slash most punchable face. I don't know, man. Goretzka. Goretzka, yeah. Hey, Goretzka. I can see that. I feel like he'd swing right back. <laughs> guy's off the juice, man. <laughs> so I would kind of be scared. To, oh, he's swinging back I'd hard. be scared You're to, to throw. Um, Kimmich. Kimmich, yeah. I'd throw one at Kimmich. I wow. wouldn't be too scared about getting one back. He <laughs> looks like Dario. You're going to punch out Dario? <laughs> <laughs> this guy said he looks like Dario. Kimmich? Shout out Dario. <laughs> Shout out Dario. Shout out Dario. <laughs> on a honeymoon with Dave right now. Oh, <laughs> I got I mean, I would... I would punch out Mbappe, man. Yeah, what? yo, Mbappe, low key. Low I would key punch does, him out, man. Bro. He has such low a punchable key face. Does, bro. Stupid no, Ninja Turtle looking cute, ass, man. Nah, low key does have a punchable face. No. Ninja Turtle looking key, ass, bro. no he's way. Cute, Especially with his arrogance and ego, bro. Oh, is a brat. that just ups it? No, nah. I wouldn't punch Mbappe. Honestly, that's a good shot. My top key. three is okay. Well, Gavi's lucky. He's only seventeen, so I can't punch him out. <laughs> he's eighteen now, bro. He's eighteen. Gavi's bro. Gavi's hands. Gavi's in my top three. This guy's able to catch a case. So, so say it again. Top three: Jordi Alba, Gavi, and uh, Mbappe. Those are my three. <laughs> if if Rabio counts, then Rabio's probably will take. Uh, Why wouldn't he count? Because he said, "Don't use your team." Oh, you can't use your own team. Nah, you can, but you're naming players all. Yeah, players oh, Bentancourt. I'm gonna punch out <laughs> Bentancourt. That idiot. <laughs> Why? I have like so. There's so many, but the course sucks. I guess just punch out the whole Juve team. <laughs> sucks ass, man. Don't let this guy in the locker room, bro. Yeah. <laughs> guy's gonna be swinging. Bro. <laughs> Jeez. 
Jesus. So you got oh, and the Shilio. Oh, the Shilio? Oh, oh, just, just name the whole squad of this What one, about bro? Allegri? <laughs> Allegri does. Allegri, does Alleg- Allegri, face, Allegri did a lot for us. I can't. I can't. Yeah? Did he though? Yeah, before. Not now. He's, he's washed now. So I think he can catch a swing. He's on no, borrowed time. He, right? He'll catch a slap. Catch a slap? Catch no, a death eyes quick? Yeah. That's more disrespectful than a punch. No, a punch like you can. A punch is more respectable. I, I don't want to hit I don't want to hurt him. But. I don't you think, think you're going to hurt him anyway, man. You think you're going to hurt him, big man? <laughs> Look at these. Look at those guns, huh? So you said Kimik Goretzka and... Kimik Goretzka. One more. One more. Maybe I, I can't do all Bayern players. It's going to make me look salty. Um, <laughs> Emery Chan? Emery Chan, I would punch out too, but he would yeah? absolutely he, kill yeah, me. Yeah, he'd punch back. He would absolutely eat me alive. Uh, Toma Mounier. Mounier? That's like your favorite player. Yeah, huh? bro. That's where you read him. It's all right. I don't know, man. He just cheats. He's bigging him up, bro. He's very inconsistent. Some games he can't put a cross in or pass the ball, and the other game looks like Belgian Becks. You got to be the most wishy wash. Actually, and he's got like a punchable face. But he's a bigger dude still. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, low key. The most punchable face is probably Harry Maguire, man. Oh, yeah, true. Bill Foden. I would, I would swing. I forgot about all these English players, but yeah. like, there's so many English players that I would. Never swing mind, Munier, you're safe. Foden, Foden, eh? Foden with that with that trim. Jeez. I think yeah, I, I think Maguire. I think Maguire <laughs> might be the number one though. That, bro, you you could catch so much of his face too. <laughs> I feel like so I feel like, like your hand would come out like in bad shape. Yeah, yeah, he I wouldn't even feel it. Maguire. I think he's solid. It's like a fridge. <laughs> That's what they call the fridge. It's like a brick, bro. Yeah. Your hand's going to be bruised it's after. Brick. No chance. Yeah, that, that, I'm locking in my three. That's your three? I'd, I'd swing first Kimmich. Kimmich first? What the heck? Yeah. Kimmich he's not even that, cocky, have that punch of cocky. punchable face. And he always scores against Dortmund. But he's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if he's good. Poor Dario, You're, you're going to punch uh, Mbappe. Screw Mbappe. Mbappe's great. <laughs> I'd punch Come Goretzka. On. I like Mbappe, but and I hate him. If I have if I have anything left, I'll throw one for <laughs> Foden. I'll throw one at Foden. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think Gavi would be my number one. Interesting, eh? You don't like Gavi. You 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 never have though. <laughs> no, no, He's I, had like a very long, deep <laughs> hatred for Gavi. No, start off. With, start off with Pedri. Start man. off with Pedri, which is interesting. I think it's because you guys are like kind of like ruining it for Spatty. Yeah, Jordi Alba. Yeah. Love to hear it. <laughs> But yeah, finishing off my top three, Lucas Vasquez, 100% number one, catching that one-two Mayweather. <laughs> number two, Casemiro. Definitely, so if I wasn't Brazilian, I'd dislike him even more. <laughs> and number three, I think I'm going to have to put Bruno Fernandes in there, bro. Yeah? He just has such a jammy yeah, he face. Does, he does, bro. Especially with his, like, his crooked teeth. He's a little jammy. But yeah, that's my top three. Let us know your guys' top three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know who you punches. <laughs> You gotta be careful because some of these guys are gonna punch back. Well, the top three fan bases that you punch and I'm joking. <laughs> fan bases, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Barca, jeez, that's it. Just Barca, eh? wow. Milan. I'm right here, bro. Milan. I'm right here. <laughs> Throw hands. You're talking. So he's big. right here too. What do you mean, the Barca fans? Yeah. Uh, Two only, versus one, bro. Oh, <laughs> what you go. gonna do? I think it's only Maple Barca fans though. Run up. I, I don't know how you guys are. Maple in Barca Espana. fans. Run up. Yeah, run up, bro. bro I, don't Start worry. right now. Run right up, man. I guarantee I can find you find more Juve fans around this area and just Oh come on. Yeah, well, we live in Maple, bro. We're gonna get a nice Obviously. brawl going. Let's go. Set a time and place, bro. <laughs> Matt's gonna call up his goons. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna just see Dave Dave and Jay pull up from their flights. 
But yeah, let's uh, move on to El Clasico. Pretty big uh, game over the weekend. Pretty tough to uh, to witness from Barca's standpoint, but all in all, I think Madrid did play the better game. Hala Madrid. What? Hala Madrid. What do you mean by that, bro? What do you mean? I'm a Madrid fan when they play Barca. Why? Because I hate Barca. Wow. So we watched the game live. What did you think of the game? It's a good game. Well, Madrid played good. Barca couldn't do anything. The bus was parked and the bus was not moving until after the 90 minutes. They didn't really park, though. Madrid? They did, par- they did park. Madrid? Yeah, they did park, bro. They parked, The bus but was in full effect, bro. Double-decker, everything. It, it was tactical. Like, it worked perfectly. It was tactical. When it Mourinho is. does it, it's just parking the bus. When Ancelotti does it, no, it's but, tactical, bro. But, like, it, it was parking the bus, but with, like, perfect counters. Well, that's how park the bus works. Oh, then, you sit deep and then counter. Hey, don't get scored on. Tough, bro. Because then they can't park. Easier said than done. There's... <laughs> Yeah, Benzema opened up the scoring, scoring the twelfth minute. Uh, Garcia stinks. Just left wide open after a Vini run. They hit a quick counter. Vini ran with it. Good save for ter- from Ter Stegen, but for some reason, like all the players are like kind of crowding Vini, and then Benzema was just left on mark outside the box. Or defending, hits into the back of that easy. And it started off with Busquets because he was too yeah. weak. Busquets lost the ball like in the midfield, which led to the counter, which is one of the many reasons why. Should not be playing anymore for Football Club Barcelona. But mm. anyways, Valverde ended up scoring the second goal. Something kind of similar where, once again, he was left wide open. Just no one marking him outside the box. Nice finish as well, too. But Barca players got to do better there, man. Like, you can't mark all the players at once. You got to, you know, disperse and try to cover more ground and yeah. cover up the space. Yeah, That's Eric, what Madrid were doing. They are covering the spaces. Eric Garcia with a bad deflection. I can't remember who it went to. But that's kind of what started off the whole play. And then they just kind of left Valverde open. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Valverde, I saw Tony Cruz put out a tweet. Fede Valverde, top three in the world right now. Midfielders or wingers? Top three. Top three players. He's not even top three on Madrid. Top three? Not, not top three on Madrid? No. Right now, who is? Vinny Benzema and Modric. Really? I'd, yeah. I'd say Fede is there low-key, bro. Top three is better than Modric? I think so. This season? So far this season? Maybe better than Vinny, too. Maybe. He's been... How about Alaba? How about him? Alaba's been solid. You see, he might be top three. Valverde might be the best this season. No, that's because Benzema has been out for like four games. The best ability? Benzema is the best. His availability, man. Come on. Benzema's the best. You You can see it. But Valverde, based on form this season, he's been red hot. You yeah, can't really been. name too many players that have been as hot as him this season. Haaland. Neymar, Vini, Haaland. Lewandowski has. He has nine goals in the league. Lewandowski, low-key, yeah, but not in the big competitions. But Valverde, Champions League, scoring. Mm-hmm. League, Barcelona, he's scoring. Dangerous, man. Dangerous, well, dangerous player, man. Since when does goals make you the best player on the field? I mean, goals is who win you games, no? Yeah. But the thing is with him, it's not just goals. Like, yeah, I know. He's been a workhorse. He's been, you know, um, a creative outlet. And now he's scoring goals, too. Like, where did this come from? Facts. So, being the best player, putting a shift is a good, like... uh, If you're going to... He's a good team player. If you're going to bring this up and try to bring Kies into this... Oh, what I say is not a good point. What does that have to do with Kies, though? I knew exactly where he was going. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <when> <laughs> I 
because I said, what does he, you guys said, what does he do well? He, I said, he put, well, one of my points was he put in a shift. Do you think Keza is better than Valverde? I haven't seen Keza play in a year. <laughs> see, I can't say that now. Well, based on what you see Valverde doing versus what you've seen Keza do. I don't, I'm not going to lie, I don't watch so much of Valverde, so I, I don't know. I've only watched that one game and a cut like uh, one or two Champions League games. Highlights. So, <laughs> that's your question or what? I mean, they're different no, players. One's like yeah, a pure kind of winger. Others uh, like a false winger, midfielder. Yeah. Someone who just plays like everywhere around the pitch, covers every blade of grass. So, it's kind of hard to compare in that yeah, sense, well, right? Apparently, Kez is good to go. That's what I heard. But uh, Legby doesn't want to use him yet. He wants to play, play him like with the U21s? Team yeah, he wants to, yeah, he wants him to get some minutes in before he plays for... What do you think about that? I don't mind that. And Pogba's back too, pretty much. I think I, the rumor, we're on the streets of Turin. November 4th or 5th? Yeah. The real Juventus is here. <laughs> Whoa! What is that supposed to mean? Nothing. The real Juventus is here. What is, what is that supposed to mean? I don't know, we'll find out. Pogba back. Di Maria fit. Dimer's not going to be Chiesa fit. Chiesa back. Rabiot. The midfield with Pogba. Dimer's not going to be Captain fit. Captain of that team. Captain. Right? Vlavic finally going to get some service. Finally. No, honestly, no. Vlavic is going to start scoring when Souls guys come back. But Dimer's not going to stay fit. Dimer's going to probably get as little minutes as possible going up to the World Cup. And then after the World Cup, he's probably going to be injured. But Chiesa's back. Pogba, the savior. He's, he's he'll be good. He's, he's just going to get... They're all injured. They're all going to get injured again. Pogba. Rabiot. Paredes. Paredes hasn't even been playing. What a midfield. They don't play Paredes and Bentancur too often. Who? Do they? Bentancur's not even on the team. Or uh, Paredes and thing. Uh, Locatelli? Locatelli. Oh, they, they, I've seen a lot of Juve fans complaining, like, how come Allegri like, doesn't play them together? Because they, they do the same thing. They can't really. whole lot of nothing. Huh? Huh? Yeah, okay. But yeah, we'll finish off on the, the Barca game here. Uh, Ferran Torres, you, like, you know it's bad when Ferran scores on you, bro. Like, he got the one consolation goal. Decent little tap-in finish, open net, but wasn't enough as Rodrigo. 91st minute. Some might say a little suspect that penalty, bro. He stepped on him. Little suspect. Some were saying he was offside in the build-up no. on that one pass that got to him. On, no? hmm? Yeah, they, 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 should, they, they brought it back. What? He wasn't offside. They brought it back when we were watching. I mean, we've seen how Vora has uh, deceived us prior. In previous games, how they'll show you look too much into this stuff. Meanwhile, the player is actually offside. You've seen this happen in the prem. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was okay. Either way, it's totally been too. I mean, if you give that a pen, which is fine, how come Lewandowski didn't get a pen? Yeah, I I I think I could see that being a pen too, but I also I think you got to call the other. I saw both ways. I don't know. No, that the Madrid one was more of a pen because he actually full on stepped on him. Lewandowski yeah. kind of just. There was contact. Lewandowski was pushed, bro. There was contact. Yeah, but it was like a soft, was out. There was wasn't soft. a lot. Still, if, foul. There's like, if there's like a full stomp on the foot, I think it's hard to, to not call. And, and Lewandowski was kind of on his way down before he even got contact. Still got pushed. Yeah, but they they look at that like if you see a player falling down already before he even no, got he touched. He was going down as the push happened. It was it was like like him falling and then he got touched and then he just mm-hmm. did the rest of the fall. I don't know. He was looking for a pen. That's what he was. Don't all players? Eh. Me, eh. Eh. Me, eh. Eh. You don't? Eh. I don't? I throw my body around. 
I don't look for a pen. I never, I'm, I've never guy's a dove in my life. <laughs> no, but I think if you call one, you got to call the other. I just think the Madrid one, I think like, you know, if it, maybe, if maybe it was outside, who knows? But I think the actual act of the penalty, I think is like it's stone wall. Step on the foot. The Lewandowski one, I think can go both ways. I definitely think there was contact, but like, was there was there, no bar check though. Was there enough contact? It's a little suspect. I think there was. There was. He, this, the ref no. just didn't go to VAR. The main ref, but he he listened. He listened to him. That he doesn't the screen for that for uh, Rodrigo's. Yeah, right? I know, but that's because it was a closer call. He the third, or the hell am I saying right fourth now? Fourth official. The fourth official was looking at it. He was just talking to him on the the mic. He told him to wait. You a Madrid that. fan. Yeah, sure. I hate talking to you guys about these games, man. <laughs> Could have been. It's tricky. Watch but that Liga more, and you'll you'll know, bro. You know, at the end of the day, the, the big teams always get the calls, right? And and Barca have been there. They get the calls. You know, Juve get the calls. Bayern no, we don't. Calls. We don't get anything anymore. You know, like these anymore. teams, these teams always will get the calls, you know, in these games. And it's just part of football. But I think, you know, the league's not over for Barca. And I think, as you know, as it's obviously tough to lose against, like, you know, the rival like that. But, you know, it's a long season. And as long as you beat every other team, right, and you do your best to get as many points as possible, then you can see yourself there at the end of the season. Right. And. We've seen that, you know, this Barca team has been able to, under Xavi, has been able to beat Madrid. Thinking back to that game last season where they pummeled them. That for now. And that yeah, was but that, Leva. That was a game that didn't really mean much, though. How? Because they already, win, they already won. Always means something. Yeah, but they already won the league. Always means something, dude. It didn't mean as much as this one did. Mm, they're only, Madrid are only three points ahead. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. This There's one another game to be played too. That's what I'm saying. This one was meant more than the other one. The other one didn't mean anything on the standings. Bragging rights. Yeah, well, yeah. you're still gonna go out there, and it was still the same team that went out there and played. But you know, maybe maybe Xavi just got this one a little wrong with how, how maybe he set up the team. You know, maybe no Busquets. You know, in that midfield, especially knowing that you know Madrid are gonna be looking to counter. Maybe you look for someone that's a little bit more mobile on the ball. But uh, obviously, I think not having Araujo yeah, made a, big, a pretty big, big difference as well. Because, you know, Garcia, as great as he is on the ball, and, you know, as great as he is, and, you know, build up, he's, he's just not very good, you know, defensively. And especially against a team where, you know, they have that number nine or that attacker that's prominent. Like you saw it against Inter. He couldn't handle Martinez. You saw it against uh, Madrid. Now he struggled as yeah. well against Madrid. So it's like comes to a point where it's like well you when you got to cut your loss you know it's like he's great on the ball but it's like when you don't have the ball or when you have to make that you know that block or that tackle sometimes he's not always there sometimes he is i think he had that one great block during the game yeah but i think he just too frequently finds himself under the microscope of uh making that mistake that leads to a goal right mm-hmm. and it's tough because it probably shoots his confidence and it makes it even harder for him to kind of get out of that rut he has a, he has a punchable face too yeah <laughs> did he make your top three though no huh? Adding on to make it a top five or what? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of punches being thrown. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was Madrid three, Barcelona one. Like I said, only three points behind. Still possible for Barca to win. It's a long season. Yeah, like Champions League, I don't see them qualifying to the next round. I feel like Europa is definitely uh, in the future for Barca, but even with that, I think the Wait, league were you the one? Possible. Were you one of the ones that uh, said that Barca would make it through the next round? No, I don't think so. Those Jay and Dave, those idiots. But yeah, Barca, I, I think, think they I still have a chance to win La Liga. Uh, them to win Copa the del Rey, a possibility as well, too. If they go down to Europa, not that big a deal if they win La Liga and another trophy. IMO. 
Okay, we'll see you guys there. <laughs> Actually, I hope we don't even go there. I'd rather finish fourth. Why? I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch Europe League, man. Losing mentality. Yeah, it's crazy. And honestly, they gotta keep losing because they gotta change. I, stuff. I don't think they're gonna sack Allegri, even if they even if. No, I don't. I don't want them to sack Allegri. I want them at the end of the year to change everything because at that point they'll sack Allegri. Really? But yeah. you think like making finishing third or fourth place in the group has that much bearing on it? No, that that'll just be a cherry on top. If, yeah. they, if they finish fourth place in the group, yeah. But at least if you know you finish third place, you know you get a little bit more money. No, I want them to get as little money as possible. I wanted them to be forced to have to use youth players because that's the cheapest option. But your youth players kind of stink. <laughs> huh? You heard me. <laughs> Are youth players kind of stink? Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they're not good compared to yours or Barca's, obviously. But I, I take like Sule. He's a, he's t- better than half the wingers we have on our team. I'd rather him play than Cuadrado. Doesn't Cuadrado play right back? No, he's been playing right wing. Oh God. Why, but like, but I don't know. When he comes on, does he really make a difference? Does he Sule? really impact? He the plays game? like three minutes a game. What do you want him to do? Make an impact. Yeah, for three minutes. Is, Give I think Allegri a reason for him he, to play. He probably touches the ball once. Do something with that touch. Make it a goal. He does. That's usually a cross. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Which player is this? Sule. Matias Sule. I heard he's quite talented. He he, 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 get, he get, got called to Argentina. He's a good player. Good player, but I think, I don't know, with a coach like Allegri, I don't really, you don't really see the youth getting a lot of minutes under Allegri, historically, right? And it's like, Juve don't really have a lot of, well, I know, to be fair, Kies is hurt. Dimity is hurt. But you don't really have, like, many other wingers, like, creative players. Like, Kostic is a great wing back. I don't know if he's a great winger. He's been good. Right? Um, and then who else do you have? Moise Keane? He stinks. I'm sorry. He's actually, when he comes on, he actually does something compared to what we have. Does he? And what's that? Like, he usually gets attempts, but he misses them. (laughs) He's like he's like, he's like Morata. Not goals or assists. He reminds bro. me of Morata. That's what he reminds me of. Really? Come on, Morata is a much better player. Than yeah, he is a better player. But I'm saying like the way he plays. He's not very good. I'm not, I never said he was good. Yeah, he's terrible. I said he actually makes a difference though. I'm not saying he's good. He comes on and creates chances because he actually tries to go out a player. I'm like other guys just pass back. Oh here, pass back here, pass back. Lose the ball, pass back. You know, it just keeps going. Moise King will actually run at them. Yeah, maybe he'll lose, he lose it. the ball. Okay, I'd, ra- I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather that. <laughs> I'd rather that, though. He actually he doesn't lose it that often, though. He'll get around the player more often than anything, and then his cross will be shit. But I'd rather him do that. So there's, the end result is still nothing. Yeah, his end result is shit, but he could so either create way, you something. Either way, you end up in the same scenario. Yeah, but I that's what I'm trying to say. I'd rather players take on or like be creative. Instead of just boring the uh, pass back to the defender, then goalie, and then start nothing. Donut ball. Donut ball. What do you think about their game against Torino? It was all right. They had chances. They could have more. Vlavic could have two or three. I ain't got one. Cut the win. Kostic, Kostic and him were actually linking up. They, were look, they had their Serbia form. Serbia, Serbia form, man. Eh? Yeah. They're cooking in Serbia. But so yeah. Serbia have a decent little team, man. A lot of talent. Yeah, they're not bad. You think he sticks around much longer if uh, things keep going the way they are? Who? 
Slavic? Yeah. I don't think so. I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of change out this year. Apparently, <laughs> like... He's one of them, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not... He's you think not, he wants to stay under Allegri? No, Allegri's not going to be there. Then who is? Wait, didn't you say he, like, he has like this this crazy contract where he, they have to pay him, what, $40 million to sack him? Yeah, this like during the, the year. So when when does that contract end? After the year, I think it gets cut down to something. I don't know what it is. What, 20 million? <laughs> Maybe 10 or something like that. Still a lot. They still got to pay him up, but it's not going to be 40 million. It's still a lot, though. And yeah. It's like if they don't make 10 million to 40 million. But the thing is, okay, if they don't make Champions League. Yeah, they lose money. They lose money, yes. A lot but of money. The thing is, your, your pull of being able to attract more talent maybe isn't there as much. I know you're still the Juventus, but. You don't have as much pull if you if you're not playing Champions League, right? Yeah. Um, does Vlahovic want to stay and 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 not play Champions League? I think he'd be totally fine with that for one year. I, th- I think I think it's look, it's looking like Conte is going to be coming back, and then really <laughs> what? What? It the looks cycle like it continues. Uh, uh, yeah, Christ. probably. I don't. Jeez. But that's not. You're, we're acting like this is such a bad thing. Like Conte would bring them back. What's with the and recycling though? After the Conte, you got. That's where you're gonna have to make the, and the big change. comes back from Lazio. <laughs> yeah. After and Pirlo comes back from sabbatical, <laughs> and then we get Allegri again. That's 2026, crazy. Allegri will be back. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. What? Uh, but will still be playing. Also, the uh, Pirlo is supposed to be part of the board next year. They're trying to get him in. Yeah, I think What's that I think that would be big just just to kind of show what Juventus is, you know. What What's he gonna do? I don't know. I don't know what what position he's gonna have. I just heard that he's gonna be part of Juventus next year. That's cool. He be chatting up. Uh, he might be part of the coaching staff. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. He's getting the band back together. We get Chiellini in there too. Hey, I don't mind. I think that's what they've been missing this season. Yeah, a leader. No, they've been missing a leader, and that's what about what, Abio, bro. No, that's they've been missing a leader. Bonucci isn't a leader without Chiellini. Bonucci's not much though, Chiellini. Yeah, he's been pretty shit. Uh, it was like Juve, eighth place right now, eh? Yeah, and Bremer's out for 20 days. That's good. Who's going to start ahead of us? Yeah, I am being sarcastic because now we have no center backs. Danilo goes center back? This Danilo and Bonucci. Jeez, haven't they been playing like three at the back? What right about uh, Gatti? No. Not Gatti, I don't know, man. They don't play him. I thought he was supposed to be talent. Uh, well, I don't. I don't. I never watched Gatti before. Now you're playing a right back ahead of him. No, Danilo's been good. Interesting. I feel like Allegri just trusts Danilo a lot, which is fair because I think Danilo should be really the captain. S- I don't really see D- D- really? Danilo like he goes out, he'll play like any position on the pitch, and like he'll do a decent job. Like he he doesn't really make a lot of mistakes. He doesn't try to do too much. You know, I he, think he's one of those. He's probably the first team on the team sheet. He is for sure. That's why I'm, he should be the captain of the team. Hey, when him and Bremer are center backs, like nothing, nothing really gets by them. It's when Bonucci comes on. That's when shit happens. And <laughs> Alexandro, like those guys are idiots. Bunch of clowns, huh? Yeah. But uh, speaking of clowns, over the weekend we saw Dortmund lose two oh, nil to Union Berlin. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good side, but two nil, man. Tough. Yeah. Just making that difference between the top and the bottom just increase, you know? Yeah. Yeah, little 12v10 action. The Kobol. Oh, yeah. For Union Berlin. Goal there, too. Yeah, what was that all about, bro? I think the, uh, the Union uh, groundskeepers put some KY jelly on the on the turf there. Yeah, eh? It's getting a little slippery, <laughs> a little uh, lubed up on the pitch there. But, no, obviously, that slip made things a little bit harder because, 
I don't know. This Union Berlin team, there's, I don't know. I saw, I've seen all kinds of things on Twitter. They're still in first. They're still, I know, but like, they're like the weirdest team. <laughs> like, I was, I was seeing these stats on Twitter. They're outperforming their expected goals by like yeah, nine. That. Yeah, it's crazy. They're outperforming their expected points by like 13. Jeez. They have the most distance covered, but the least sprints. Huh? <laughs> what? Right? They have the least passes completed. The least dribbles completed in the league. Like, they're, like, bottom three in all these categories. But, like, like I saw this graph where it's, like, they have the, the pitch divided in three three quadru- quadrants. Yeah. Defensive. Defend, defend, defend. And then ball magically ends up in the other in the other half. <laughs> score an unexpected goal. And that's what it's been all season. Like, they have, like, the least attempts on target, but they have, like... One of the best goal differences in the league, bar Bayern. They're clinical, yeah. and it's just like it's just weird, and it's like I don't know how much longer this sorcery is gonna go on, but it just seems to have been like just clicking for them, and it's just like they're one of those teams where it's like if they go up early, which you know we gifted them two goals, and you know the game was done. Like they they've only conceded three goals at home all season. Don't so worry. it's like when you go down two nil, it's after the World Cup. It's tough. Right. Once it once a team that's in a huge form, once they have like a little break, they tend to go. They, they, yeah, maybe they dip down a little bit, but definitely not the best uh, best performance for my boys. But uh, what are you gonna do? I've seen some some shouts on Twitter. Everyone's going crazy. Why? Oh, sign this inexperienced manager, and you know now we have less points than we did at this point last season under Rose. Why Jeez. do we sack Rose, but we have him in, and they're comparing this and that? But it's like, where does it end? You know, so you can't just keep sacking the manager every yeah, year. It doesn't work like that. I mean, bro. you can't do that. You got to give him some time. Obviously, he's an experience. The last time he was at the helm, you know, to be fair, he had Sancho and Holland. You know, two you know generational talents that were able to kind of you know carry two, huh? Two, yeah. Sancho generational at that time. Come on, league attacks at that time. Sancho was different, man. And you know, it's like when you have those two you know players that are able to. Perform, you know, week in, week out, it makes things a little bit easier. Where it's like now, it's like we can't score a bloody goal. We have a negative one goal difference in the league. I feel like I'm watching Juventus, and it's like, and the thing is, like, I'm I'm worried because it's like, I don't see. I understand Haller is a much better player from than Modest. I just don't see how it's gonna get better when he comes back. <laughs> you know, because it's like they're a similar player. Like Haller is obviously a lot more talented, but like. Don't know. Like the squad is just like very imbalanced, and it's like we have three really, really, really good center backs, and it's like who do you bench, <laughs> right? And then it's like, but you can't also play a three back because like who are you gonna play right wing back? It can't be Mounier because he's not really comfortable there. It's like Hazard's dog shit. Marius Wolf ends up being your best option. He's been great this season, but he's hurt. So it's just like we're just like in a weird position, and like our, our wingers aren't really wingers, and like we spent sixty million. On Malin and at the Emmy, and they have like one goal between the two of them this season. And it's like, it's just weird. It's like Mukoko's just been kind of caring, and he's like 17. And it's like, (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. Um, I just hope it kind of fixes itself. But yeah, I don't know. Tough. It's tough. It's it's weird because the season started off so promising, so strong, some good results early on. You know, Leverkusen, Freiburg, you know, playing well, top of the table. Competing with Bayern, one point ahead of Bayern. Then all of a sudden, we're in eighth. So we blinked, and all of a sudden, we're in eighth. Two wins from the last, like, six games. A lot of draws. And some stupid losses to Cole, and now 
Berlin, and now you're in eighth, right? But I think it's it's pretty tight either way. I think that they're only three points back from second. Yeah. So it's like you're in eighth, yes, but I mean it, the gap isn't as big as it seems because um, like a lot of teams are kind of very 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 close in points. So I think you know as long as you rally back, you know it's you have like you know played well against Bayern to get that two two. Played a great game against City, almost end up with a draw there. Um, you know, great first leg against Sevilla, 4-1. Then it's like you have that inconsistency. And I think, you know, a lot of it's like you're playing the same players and you're, you're just running them into the ground. Like, Bellingham has got to be tired, man. Like, this guy plays every like 90 every game and he's pressing and he's scoring and he's he's doing it all. But it's like it gets to a point where it's like he's only 19 and it's like they get, they get tired and... yeah. So you get burnt out, bro. You get burnt out, right? And it's like I think you know some like the hood coming back hopefully soon will will allow us a little bit more flexibility in the midfield, which I think will help. Kind of having some fresh legs that are a little bit more competent in there. But yeah, I don't really know. I had a kind of hopes, you know, maybe we can win the league. <laughs> I don't know about that. At the beginning of the season, and uh, how about that big fella? They died. They, those died pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but hey, you know the season's still young. Anything can happen. You know, Bayern haven't been completely convincing. You know, it's like one week they look extremely strong, and the next week, you know, maybe they're not as strong. So, who knows? It's been a really weird season, and the good thing is, you know, Bayern haven't won it by Halloween like it's been in the past. So it's, it's definitely been a little bit more seen this season. So, because Union, we'll see what happens. We'll see I how mean, long Union sorcery lasts. Yeah, like in terms of the Bundesliga, it doesn't matter who's in first, second, or third at this point in the season. Bayern's yeah. gonna end up winning it. Yeah, it might. It's inevitable, bro. We'll see what happens. We've seen it for the past how many seasons? many 10 11 a lot a lot of seasons but hey man who knows it'll it'll end eventually yeah you think anytime soon please <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know and if it does i don't even think it'll be dortmund like at this point yeah they're just like i don't know like they're so backwards like if it's not dortmund it's not gonna be anyone else i don't know who's it gonna be then if not dortmund there's no one even on Dortmund's level, like from that tier. Bayern, Dortmund, and then the rest. Even though, yeah, you're losing to Union Berlin, but quality wise, no. Qual- yeah, quality wise, you're right, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but that's the Bundesliga for you. And uh, I think we'll wrap it up there, boys. Yep. But yeah, boys, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. You know who we are. We the culture. We the culture, man. Punch. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, be too sure. <laughs> and yeah, boys. With that, we out. See ya.